Hey, I'm Pat B. And I'm Adam Willis. I'm just Johnny. I'm Mr. Bond. Jared Palapal. And this is the Geek Town on WEMF Radio. Oh, it's okay, Mr. Half Step. Pop with me. Pop with me. Uh, keep it in rhythm. Keep it in rhythm. Tom, I know you're white, but pop with me. Come on. All right, you know what? I'm gonna touch. You know, I caught myself every now and then. I got these rage issues, my friend. But I don't have Luther, my black anger translator. He retired with Obama. It's sad but true. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Geek Down here on WEMF. I am Pat B. In the house, I look to my left. My main man, who's deaf, blind, dumb. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Like, Black like Adam Willis. Like I was on it with you for a minute too. You know? like, yeah, he's stupid. He's ugly. <laughs> Can't dance. I'm messing with you. Nobody you know loves I, him. You know, you know I love you. His wife's gonna leave him within a year. You know I love you. Come on. All right, Black Adam Willis, yo. Yeah, P, how you doing, man? I'm doing okay, brother. I'm in high spirits tonight. You are. Yeah. But you know what that means, right? Couldn't tell. Anyways, so yeah. get hit by a bus tomorrow. It's yeah, gonna happen. Probably. Yeah. Right, You're on your way to work, you know what I mean? You're wearing your tie. It's going to get caught in the spokes or something like that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. You know, I got rear-ended last week. So. Did you? Oh, yeah. quite, quite. Last week was a special week, baby. I got I got rear-ended. Um, excuse me. Um, I got a rejection letter on Monday. Mm-hmm. I got rear-ended on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wednesday found out someone stole several thousand do- of uh, dollars out of my uh, checking account. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got a hold of my number. Um so, quote-unquote, took care of it at the bank on Thursday, but they would only reimburse me for stuff the last... Uh, six months. So this has been going on for years, apparently, without my noticing, because it's been in small intervals. So several oh. thousand dollars are gone, but they got me back five hundred. So I'm sitting oh. pretty. Oh, are so you, they oh. pulled the Superman three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was Christmas it Dane Pryor Cook's brother? You. Was it Dane Cook's brother? I don't it's even like know. Stealing man. all his money. Yeah. It's just no. They gave me like what was it? Office space. Just like small increments here and there. Mm. Yeah. Didn't even notice yeah. until someone tried to take a few hundred dollars off of Nike. I'm like, come on, man. You know I'm Adidas. I rock my threes all day. <laughs> well, my yeah. bad, P. That's the last time I asked you how your day is going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring it down. I didn't mean we to bring got, it down. We, this is a great episode, by the way. I like, know, right? right now. Dude, in deal. the house, mm-hmm. special guests come all the way from lovely Boston, Massachusetts. Tip drill Tom. Tom, thanks for joining us. Woo! <laughs> 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 uh, I'm just kidding. Tom, we are happy to have you, but I'm talking, of course, about for anyone who's been listening to us for a long, long while, this voice may seem a little, may sound a little familiar to you. Mm. That's because someone left the gate open and we can't keep the riffraff out. No. Welcome back. The original founder of the lifestyle show that brought me and this jack hole I call mm. Adam together. Mm. Mr. Bond. Thank you. Thank you. Bond, you know. Bondy. I kind of like to think of myself as the the Nick Fury of this whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> I've recruited you guys right. to Word. the Avengers Initiative. And as we can see, uh-huh. 10 years of excellent <laughs> movies, <laughs> action, and adventure. All because of my right. doing of saying, you know what? <laughs> yeah. This world needs a team. A team of radio hosts <laughs> who can bring it together. Well, it's a good thing he's humble. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> How long have you been rehearsing that outside I've, before I've you been, walked in? I've, I've been hustling on the side, so I've been 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 I, I've, I've been practicing for years. Yes. And now that I'm back on the show, I messed it up. But you know what? You know oh. what? I'm I'm 
you can't be always be Serena. Sometimes you gotta be Naomi. Yeah. But you know or what? Venus, Everybody you know loves Naomi you know. too. So <laughs> yeah. we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Thank you for having no, me. No, Great no, to no be problem. Back. He is our third Wilson brother that no one's ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, no, no. Welcome and thank you. It's good to ha- it's good to have you in house. Mm. All right. This will be the last episode of the Geek Down. I want to thank you all for listening. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. Of course. Let's not forget the other, the other, the other linchpins to this biznatch. All right. The other, the other bricks in this shite house. I'm like, where are you going? All right, all right, all right. All right. I want to welcome Swing Dingaling himself, Jer. Hello. Still don't know how to pronounce your last name properly. Plopple. Right. I'm Ant Man. <laughs> that's his tag now, Swinging Dingaling. That, that my, is indeed. That's my Twitter handle. All right. I would quit Twitter, but I would have to give up the handle, and I uh, don't oh, no. yeah. care. Can't you don't give up that handle. Yeah. Honestly, much respect. Because that is, that is one not to be trifled with, my friend. <laughs> it's like, what's your name? Thanks to Swing ding Have you got offers yet? Like, I back it up and do my thing. <laughs> not enough. Not enough. <laughs> All right. And, of course, the, the voice you heard there trying to clown. Huh? Exactly. No. Yeah. He's silent but deadly just Johnny. Yep. Yeah, this guy. He's on the all meat diet, so he's probably gonna pass out within the end. Of yeah, hour seriously, anyway, so. dude. Like, okay, it's all meat now. That's what. That's what you. That's what you. Eat? It's it's all animals. So I do eat yogurt and cheese and eggs, and then lots and lots of beef and pork and chicken. Okay, so although like, I haven't had chicken like, and lots of fish too. Ah, so that's that's what, well, that's like the exact opposite of. Of keto? Is that it? No, no, it's yeah, very, it's, it's still keto. It's a vegan, what, what's basically. Yeah, it's a subset of keto because I'm still eating as high fat as possible. Like cheese is very fatty, uh, eggs have a good amount of fat, and I'm getting the fattiest cuts of meat whenever I can. All right, so be sure to join us next week for the memorial uh, <laughs> down. We say goodbye to our beloved Johnny. All right. Heart exploded <laughs> and, and had a barbecue and celebration. <laughs> Oh, no, no. I want to thank you all for joining us for another action-packed, fun-filled episode. As always, dude, we have so much lined up for you. Good stuff indeed. Mm. We got wrestling. We got more wrestling. And then on top of that, we got more wrestling. That's right, y'all. Oil up. Ding, ding. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also, Johnny, you got to check out a game um, on Nintendo Switch that was hard as balls to Google. Unexplored. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's a game that doesn't want to be unex to be explored by being unexplored. All right, well, you got your Indiana Jones on, man. You're gonna tell us all about that in a little bit. Yeah. Also, this news happening about Childish Gambino. We're gonna jump right into it because mm. Mr. Bond in the house want to lead this parade. Yes. And let us know what's good, gentlemen and ladies mm. listening. Childish Gambino. This is America tour. Has just wrapped up. Uh, I saw him last week at uh, TD Gardens. Mm-hmm. Um, you lucky mother. Uh, yes. sir. You know, Ray Schmurder, they opened up for him. They mm-hmm. did their hits, you know. Um, good bunch of kids, you know, had set the tone for some energy. But it was definitely different from what Childish Gambino was bringing. Right. So, of course, um, for all the listeners out there, Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover, Mr. Uh, what? He triple does threat? Like, well, more than triple yeah. threat. Yeah. 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 I, he's, he's I wouldn't label him. Yeah. Director. 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 Writer. Director. Tap dancer. Artist. Yeah. Amateur you know, lepidopterist. He, he, does it, he does it well, you know, uh, 99.9% of the time, and he's the hottest yeah. thing out. Basically, um, if I could do one thing as good as he 
as he does like the 15th thing he's good at, <laughs> I would be extremely happy. Come on, man. No one rocks that hoodie as good as you. <laughs> oh, my God. No, and that right there, you've got him yeah. licked. Yeah, he's, he's so talented. It's, it's <laughs> so it was a phenomenal, phenomenal concert. Uh, he opened up doing uh, – I we actually got a chance to see three new tracks um, okay, so this wasn't just like a, this wasn't just like a, one of those farewell tours. I'm gonna do my hits and then like you know slink off, put a scarf on him like James Brown. Oh, he no. did new stuff. No, he did all kinds of new things. He Despite did. Despite this being the quote unquote farewell. Yes. Well, you know a little bit about that. I want to get into that oh, because lay it on because up. you know he's been saying Tom is you all know, of Twitter. We we know he's selling it. You know mm. he's selling the whole idea. This is my final tour. This is. You, this is the last Childish Gambino album, which I'm sure it is. But of course, yeah, we know. Much like, uh, what was it? Love Movement was Tribe's last album. And then we got and, an excellent uh, Yeah, one. what was yeah. it? Blueprint 2 was uh, Jay Z's. I love it. Like, <laughs> Elton John's on his farewell tour now, and yeah. he's been doing it for like 50 years. It's yeah. like, uh, what? Oh, teach his own. Yeah, I think he got a few years ahead of you, Childish Gambino. But Elton John's exactly. different because his farewell tour has lasted 50 years. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it has. Now, uh, the reason why I'm saying, quote unquote, you know, farewell tour is because you don't believe um, a damn word about it. Well, yeah. no, and because I've been, you know, following uh, him for quite some time, mm-hmm. and I know a couple months ago uh, he's ending, he's no longer going to be an independent artist because right. that's where his childish Gambino money has been generated from oh. independent music. Mm-hmm. He recently signed to RCA. So he's probably just going to release the music under his government name, right. you know, and keep it moving because he's pulling a prince, man. It's OK. Yeah, I'm not going to begrudge him following the money. Mm. No, I'm as not. As long as I'm he not. doesn't go Darius Rucker, I think we're all good. Well, yeah, I, well, Charles you know, I'm, was I'm a fan of Darius Rucker, too. So, man, you should hey. be ashamed of yourself saying hey, that. Time on great country out. Leave People can see your Does. black, OK? You are on camera. Come well, on, man. Well, Listen, I'm the only guy that's got to hold it down for <laughs> real country music because we all Yo, know it's just country man. pop, and that's just horrible. Mm. What? Come on, come I'm on, brother. I'm all the country music also. Will, if you what? think Donald Glover... I trusted you, sir. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, brought yeah. you into the sector. You invited me into your home, and I <laughs> <laughs> desecrated it. It's, but, like, it's like we let a vampire in the house. <laughs> so we've it's, got it's like, like No, there's also Cowboy Troy. Do not disparage. <laughs> yes, Cowboy Troy. Um, I played Chicken with a Train. Uh, uh, what was it? A uh, honky tonk, badonka donk. As a man with just a, a, a track record of Caucasian girlfriends and so many, so many awkward meetings with the lady's father, uh, I, I, I will not. I will not let you sully the name. Sully. <laughs> all right, so I'm so off on a tear. Continue. Please. We got a lot of different tracks, uh, all very different. Uh, he played. He didn't play a lot of uh, the things from his earlier works. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played a lot from um, Awaken My Love, which, of course, won a couple Grammys, platinum album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he played, you know, 3005 and a couple other key tracks, all right, all right. which are great. But a lot of the new stuff was very interesting because he's going more towards instrumentation. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's getting more into you know well everybody wants to be like Prince so of course he's mm-hmm. getting more into that sound where it's Wait, synthesizer. Are you heavy. just saying he's like horny? 
Because <laughs> that's kind of what I like. I picked up. It's just like he's he's just kind of like he's grinding a little bit more. Yeah, he he comes out in the pompadour, the codpiece, you know, a little just, more sexual. I know, you know, what I mean? you know a little so, bit more yeah. like yeah. So you know, the concert opens up with him, you know, doing this new song, Algorithm, and it's it's almost it looks like Tron receiving, you know, uh, a message yeah. from the user, you oh, know, man. lasers all over the place. Mm-hmm. So I'm not um, begrudging. I, I like that though because yeah. it's it's different. It you is know, it, different. It's fresh without being, I don't know, like yeah. faddish. You know what I'm saying? And it's nice to see him as an artist grow because, as we know, the last album he put out was definitely a lot different from the previous albums. Right. But it was so new and original and fresh that, you know, it was well received. So as the summertime, the EP, the two songs he released this summer, he also did those um, so it was an all-around fulfilling concert, and I'm looking forward to when he's going to drop his new music. So, oh, on doubt. I mean, this whole I conversation, have. Johnny's been riveted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, who's, who's Johnny? No, seriously, he's one more hardcore hip-hop. I'm, I'm, I'm busting Johnny. He's one of those guys, though. Who else, uh, who else can do that? You know what I mean? Like, drop literally anything, you know what I mean? People are like foaming at the mouth to see it whether or not he's like acting in a movie whether or not he's directing tv acting in tv mm-hmm. starring in tv like dropping a hip-hop album yeah like, well, well for, for so now i'm waiting i'm waiting until the rock picks up a mic then <laughs> the world is gonna plot <laughs> well i think he's gonna again. need wyclef's help again on that oh, one because <laughs> we all it know doesn't, man it doesn't matter <laughs> if you drive a bentley you realize how horrible a door you just unlocked in my memory. I now. know. <laughs> put so much effort to forgetting that that was ever a thing. It but for some matter. reason, it was popular. Well, yeah. Wyclef yeah. was popular at the time, so yeah. you know. That was of course, a weird to anyone right? unfamiliar, yeah. I'm yes. talking about when when The Rock had hair. Yes, it was, yes. It was terrible. And when he was going just by The, the hair, Rock, the <laughs> hairline wasn't great though. No, not hairline, at all. it's like it starts in like the back of his, like just somewhere up here. You know, yeah. like, most people yeah. have that bald spot. That's where his hairline started. It Correct. did. Yeah. It yeah. did. <laughs> all right, so uh, <laughs> we, we no, we love you, Dwayne. Before he shows up here, I hear you all talking stuff about The Rock. I watch so Ballers yet. every week, in case you. Want. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're going to find me in the next uh, Fast and Furious movie strapped to the hood of a car. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but that's not all we got for you because we all got to check out a comic line that is actually pretty daggone new. And um, I'm excited about it. Um, Jared was indifferent. Bond was like, WW, huh? Huh? And I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, we all loved it. Um, I'm talking, of course, about NXT TakeOver. Now, mm. This is a new comic line. Uh, well, new comic uh, short run. From WWE in one of their many, many ventures outside of wrestling itself, yep. which I know sounds like I'm joking, sounds like I'm just, you know, taking a, taking a quick shot. But no, they've actually been doing a lot of stuff outside of the realm of wrestling direct. And as much as I hate to give Vince McMahon props, much as I really hate to give <laughs> Vince McMahon, much as I really despise giving Donald Trump's personal friend Vince McMahon oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, any kind of like, you know, respect. I got to give you it to him to. on this because they've been doing decent stuff. WWE, uh, WWE films uh, started off as pretty much like a, a, a joke, a joke yeah. and they've done some some like good pictures. Yeah, you know his yeah, outside yeah. ventures have proven to be fairly decent. It's like he's taking these mediums seriously, and comics uh, has been refreshingly no different because I remember growing up reading wrestling comics. Mm. We've talked about it on this show. I mean, I, I, I'll be it a long time ago, but y'all remember when I used to talk about how um, I grew up reading wrestling comics. And they were some of the corniest, 
<laughs> hack and stuff I, yeah. I've ever come across. Um, and that, that doesn't seem to be the case now. There are WD, WWE comics. Some of them have legit storylines and are well-written. Um, and, well, we're going to get into what, which, which part of that NXT takeover is because it's I've got, I've got some things to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, I, 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 we'll break it down. We for got us. a little What's... Samoa Joe yeah. breaking us down uh, his NXT uh, beef with uh, Finn Balor and everything like that, and yeah, how yeah. his rise to uh, the occasion would have. Mm-hmm. And it is; it's just a corny fanfare comic. You yeah. know what I mean? But it doesn't mean it's bad either. You yeah, no, I, mean? I don't want to give a... the impression that you know I went in prejudging this. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, but I did. <laughs> I, I, I 100% did yeah. you know what I mean like that and even through the first few pages I was judging it very hard and it really? it, oh, it didn't really I didn't 100% enjoy this but I didn't absolutely uh, discard it at the end either you know what I mean it is it's something I, I know it serves its purpose mm-hmm. and it was actually well written and it was like well drawn so like, yeah, it's, was... it's, it's it's a decent comic to be yeah. honest with you for compared to what you were describing you know what I mean like absolute yeah, trash yeah. cash know. grab kind of stuff like <laughs> that like, oh like my that. god who's secretly trying to take over the empire yeah. oh no it's the smoking guns <laughs> who are they working for yeah. a mysterious figure cloaked well, I know, you know, it's published by, uh, you know, Boom, so yep. they're, they're known for putting out good quality looking books. Yeah. I mean, so. it's good, and it does look good, and it starts, but but, but it basically it starts just like, oh, it's all up because of you, the fans, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. yes, you're, you know your audience, you know who you're trying to please, and yeah. like right away you take care of that, and then you get into the story and everything, so it's... It's a good book and it's fun. Like, if you don't follow the story, if you don't follow the WWE, you have no business reading this. Yeah. Pretty much, that's that thing I noticed. I did notice, yeah. and I mean, like, that's that's in your face from like page one, right? Yeah, you know, right. If, yeah. if yeah. you don't know, and I, I don't even like if you don't know. And it's not like a really a major guy in WWE either. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you yeah, have to yeah, be it's... a pretty hardcore fan to actually enjoy this. Well, it's focusing on NXT. If anyone doesn't right. know, NXT yeah. is not the main WWE line. Correct. They're developmental. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thing they're they they train people to like be ready for TV. So yeah. right away, this is a niche yeah. comic. You know what I mean? It's a yeah. very very niche comic. So it's I mean, I knew enough about it to kind of get by, but mm-hmm. anybody who who knew less would probably be in a in a tough spot. Yeah, it's also a retelling of uh, his feud with Finn Balor. Like this is right. This happened, you know, with quotation marks like in ring, but then it's just like a lot of backstage stuff of him talking to people in charge like I want to match now and being like not right now mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh the politics yeah I love the politics it. one thing yeah. that bugged bug the crap on me I know exactly like the scenes you're talking about yeah and uh there's a whole conversation that's that's played out I don't know fairly well I imagine it went like realistically like this in real life too in the comic between Samoa Joe and William Regal yeah. Why does William? Why is? I mean, everyone else is drawn like pretty much like true to life. The caricatures were solid, <laughs> except for William Regal, who looks like some kind of hybrid between like Dudley Do Right and 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 his horse. It's just like the, the dude's the dude's jaw is like halfway down his chest, but his nose is like this tiny like you know a golf pencil. They they like they stuck. Sure. Yeah. Like yeah. like it, it's it's everyone else is like is like almost photorealistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, in you know cartoonified like yeah. like if someone took those uh those street fighter initial like pre-fight pictures and then and then like posted like, on yeah. uh, a, a picture by their four-year-old nephew you know with like yeah. like with like with like who's like, like, missing three fingers I don't yeah. know what's going on there. um no it was yeah. just it was just, it was just weird like that that like one 
one detail took me out of like yeah. took right. me out of a, an otherwise. I think they had story. a grudge against that one guy. Maybe yeah. William Regal. I, I think so. <laughs> you think I they had think, an issue with that? Like William Regal wouldn't give him his shot. Well, right. we'll see, we'll see what happens now. Your face looks like some kind of armadillo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting. It gets into the kind of like the politics of uh, wrestling as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. a little backstage kind of gossip. Well, believe it or not, I like that because I I remember one thing that um, I always noticed about the old wrestling comics is we did mention this is like really not for anyone who's not a fan. But if you are a fan, this gives you insight into I don't know how much of it is based in reality and how much of it was uh, pretty much like fabricated for just the fictional storyline. But it gives you a sense of these kind of conversations actually Mm -hmm. happen. These kind of relationships happen out of ring and you get to see how one thing i mean one thing you always you always kind of know if you pay enough attention um when you watch wrestling between the matches they give you well i'm gonna catch you in the back because this dude yeah. messed with so-and-so and it's not like it was um like way back in the day where it's like every the only interaction you saw outside of the ring was everyone let me tell you mean gene when i get someone <laughs> in the ring yeah. Yeah. that was like all you saw and in the last few years last you know decade plus really um, more of the backstage stuff has been okay. We're gonna follow so and so after a match or before oh, yeah. a match, and we're gonna they're gonna right. instigate a fight or someone's gonna chase someone in the parking lot yep. and all this stuff. In this, you get to see it's like no, these are coworkers. Mm. You know, yeah, they may have their own like personal beefs and interpersonal weird you know stuff. But you're professionals. But, but, this is yeah. how you conduct yourself. Exactly. Right. You know, right. so it's like yeah, you know, I lost to this cat, but afterwards, yeah, we're having some pancakes at the table. You know, it's just like you know that that that's yeah. that that's how the job goes. And I like that because that the, it puts a more realistic spin on it. So I, I'm able to. I'm right, able that's to buy a, an important thing to point out too. That's yeah. the job. You mm, know what right. I mean? It's not exactly a sport. It's athletic. It's mm. not a sport because it's predetermined. Doesn't mean that it's 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 fake per se. As <coughs> in, you are actually getting slammed. You're actually getting beat yeah. up and everything like yeah. that. But it is a predetermined thing. You are following the script and you have to deal with it. That's the reality of the, of the job you're taking. And yeah. it is a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you deal with the consequences no matter what they are. Yeah, and is, is that weird to say that yeah. I like the politics presented here? Yeah, no, I don't think it's weird yeah. at all. It's I think that's like, why you like the sport in, in general yeah. a little bit too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. It, it, it kind of fills bit, in the blanks a little bit. Of right. Like, you know? Right. Fills in the blanks. Yeah. Um, and this also, I notice uh, they set this in 2015. And it took me a second to realize that because <clears throat> um, the overall series itself, there's still a couple more issues to come out. Uh, this is a short run, like I mentioned, um, coming out uh, every week in September. Mm. We're currently in September 2018 now, but it's set in 2015 as it gives you the stories of the individual wrestlers and behind the scenes and NXT and the buildup, but uh, uh, the buildup of the um, careers and reps. But it also is kind of a love letter and a farewell. To Dusty Rhodes, yeah. right, mm. right, right. Dusty Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, because yeah. it kind of sets it around the, the memorial kind of uh, yeah. match when he when he passed away. You're yep, right. he's yeah. the star of one of the books, and you get to see like one thing Dusty Rhodes is always known for that like uh, that that huge personality. Yep, that ten pounds of personality in a five gallon hat, just <laughs> ridiculous. The man um, was one of the best on the mic. Was decent in the ring. I won't say he was the best or one of the no. best. Yeah. Because he was a known. He yeah. was definitely a known. He was. It's like yeah. the ultimate warrior. He was garbage in the ring. Let's be honest. Like he, uh, like he, he closed line guys like every other time. Garbage as a person. But. Yeah. But boy, did he yeah. shout very loud and I know. very fast. Right. Yeah. Like, right. Oh right. man. Like, right. Well, he a oh, oh, warrior. <laughs> 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 There's gonna be oh. boiling. Oh, There's gonna geez. be bubbling. 
Well, you know, my, my favorite highlight of that dude isn't anything he ever did in the ring. Yep. It's when he went on Arsenio Hall. <laughs> and our, our city, you know, y'all know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. About, yes. Uh, okay, Tom. The Ultimate Warrior was a wrestler in the 90s. Yeah. Um, and he was known for being like a, you know, a big personality. Kind of a big personality. He was kind of garbage on mic, but the things he did were amusing. Yeah. But um, he goes on, very what? obviously one of the also most drugged out dudes. He yes. goes on Arsenio Hall's talk Look show. Look up Ultimate like Warrior Arsenio Hall. Yeah. yeah. Look it up. A- after the show, keep keep, keep checking on the Geekdown, y'all. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not going to put that clip on... up in the video? <laughs> no, we are not going <laughs> to okay. put that clip on. Well, one, it's too long. Also, it had nothing to do with this comic. I'm going to get off the story. In a... mm. I just realized. Yeah, but this, this is yeah, a hell of a tangent, too. Yeah. 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 This. this dude go- gets on Arsenio Hall. And Arsenio thinks he's going to talk a little wrestling. You know, talk about a storyline. You know, talk about, you know, I'm an athlete. You know, I got to take care of my body and stuff. Mm-hmm. And this dude comes in running all around the stage. Does not sit down. Runs <laughs> into ah, the crowd. He's no. picking up women. He's, like, getting into Arsenio's face and then jumping down. And every time Arsenio tries, okay, all right, let's, 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 uh, let's talk a bit. Oh, let's rap. Oh, let's discuss. <laughs> Come on, now sit down. Yeah. And this dude is so coked out. Cold. That when they finally oh. did get him to sit down, like ten minutes later, you could not understand a damn word out of his oh, mouth. No. And I don't mean he was slurring. I don't mean he was gonna no mumble rapping. None of that. No, just the I words mean, didn't make sense. The words did not make sense, and they were at the top of his lungs in that like rasp. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, that, like, that's that. one of those interviews that they should have pre-recorded. Um, <laughs> and, 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 well, well, the yeah, the crazy but, thing is, is like this was the biggest late night television <laughs> show right. yeah. around mm. and he did this exactly like everybody saw this thing like i wouldn't be surprised too if like when they finally cut the cameras off he didn't like you know snuff off senior a couple times just like because <laughs> he, he, he was there and i'm just yeah, like he was i'm like i i, I don't I, I i'm i'm upset that i was too young to watch this when it was live because that would that would have been like the highlight of my year yeah it was a tough time <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So back to the con- to the uh, to the subject of this very respectful comic we're talking yeah. about. Um, no, it's a love letter, Dusty Rhodes. I like this too because it's not heavy handed. It's not presented like you know, oh, remembering a so and so and such. It shows a bit of like Rhodes' personality. It shows what NXT is. It has like actual existing superstars. Yeah, and it shows Finn the, uh, mentioned, uh, the younger Joe. generation kind yes. of paying yeah. respects to mm-hmm. to the older one. Right. Yeah, ex- exactly, yeah. dude. Uh, Seth Rollins all over the well, not mm-hmm. all over the stuff, but you know, <laughs> well, featured in here. Yeah, now the second and then. one, he was all over the uh, the blueprint was this. Yes, the uh, comic that uh, yeah, Seth Rollins was a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. dude, that one it, I liked a lot more, by the way. Like that one more, really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Samoa Joe's was like it shows the the creation of a heel, yeah. and I'm like, that's that's I like that because right. yeah. all we get as the from the audience perspective is okay, we like this person, then they're a dick. We <laughs> don't like this person anymore. Yeah, this was um, you know, he's got motivations, you know, right. and he's right. got drive, but he's yeah. playing the game. The mentality behind up. becoming that, you know, exactly. I mean? You know, it's, he's, it's a process, he's learning. Right. It's 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 a it's a exactly. Thank you. It's a process. Mm. Well, well said. And it's good to see that laid out. And I also noticed they're very slick too. They kept it WWE. They mentioned that other events happened, but they yeah. never mentioned New Japan. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. never met. It's like all WWE. It's there like, is no. no other business ever. Yeah. None. Just just Samoa just Joe's like around. I've been around twenty plus <laughs> yeah. years. Oh TNA, no, just no. around, yeah. just yeah. around, doing yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what things Not don't worry here. about. Or, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, one thing I do have to say is one thing that actually did hurt my rating of this. Mm-hmm is that it is so like we're talking about this now because we're wrestling fans to a degree 
Mm. You know, I don't know how hardcore we are now versus how hardcore we have been in like the history of our lives, but Correct. where we know these characters, we know this business to a degree, and like we're attached, invested. Johnny, are you a wrestling fan? Nope. nope. <laughs> and notice the silence that's also been from this man, gentlemen. <laughs> and that's okay. I'm not hating at all, but what I'm getting at is um, to get a proper, like, you know, full-on thumbs up, this would have had to have that appeal for all audiences. Mm. Yeah. And, Johnny, are you going to go pick this up? No. You see? Exactly. exactly. Thank you for your cooperation, sir. You're welcome. Um, if you're not a hardcore wrestling fan, I this really isn't the book for you. And it's also not really the book if you're um, a, a more adult wrestling fan, you know, someone that's more advanced in it, etc. I can definitely see this being a book that uh, kids and teens uh, who are wrestling fans... Uh, maybe they, they, they're into it, but, you know, they got all this stuff going on, too, but just want to get into, like, a good, fun story to check out because it deals with the death of Dusty Rhodes. Right. But it's not, like, overbearing. It deals with um, the behind-the-scenes politics, but you still get plenty of wrestling. You get some weird stuff, like they followed uh, Ray Wyatt out to the woods. <laughs> you know, what's he doing out there? And he plays the part completely. You know, just like, that is wacky, yeah, right. but not unenjoyable. Yeah. You know, so I'm giving this a thumbs up, but it's definitely got that caveat of if you're not a hardcore wrestling fan, this probably isn't even going to be on your radar. So I get it. Thumbs up for me. Yeah, I would have to agree. Absolutely. It's um, definitely a thumbs up mm-hmm. for sure. Same. Yeah, thumbs up for me. Like, I mean, if you're getting into wrestling through comic books, you're probably doing it wrong. I don't know. However, <laughs> 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 get into whatever you got to get yeah, into. Yeah, I know it's right? true. But like, I don't know. I don't think it's it's definitely not the best way in for sure. Uh, but I mean, actually, I might disagree on that a little Uh-oh, bit. Now this? think about it. Just because, it's a good like, way to supplement, though. Because yeah. it is it is a supplement, but it's also like a lot of the people in the comics now are like the top guys mm. and women in the current uh, WWE. So, yeah. But it is a thumbs up for me, no, no doubt. All right. And Mr. Bomb, what do you think? Uh, uh, also, uh, can you angle the camera a bit? Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to say uh, yeah, thumbs down for me. Oh! Yeah. Oh, with the curveball. Okay, okay. Explain your position, sir. I will explain. Sir. Before, before Jer, like you know, flying elbow drops you <laughs> off. That I'm a, I'm, I'm a comic book snob, and you know, this just didn't, it didn't gel with me. You know, I, I understand it is what it is, but I just really couldn't get into it. The best part about it, though. All right, all right. The best part about it, though, was the fact that they were. They were brave enough to talk about prior generations. Like, of course, mm-hmm. the younger kids aren't going to know about Dusty Rhodes. Mm-hmm. But this gave them a good entrance to that. And Samoa Joe and a lot of the whole history and the backstory, they didn't just kind of pretend like this current era is all that's important and the best. And that these wrestlers that actually do it today weren't influenced by that previous generation so that was definitely a good part for right the art was good as well a lot of the um the wrestlers looked like uh their real life counterparts Mm -hmm. so that's definitely good and of course boom always puts on a great presentation but as far as the content and the story it just really wasn't there but at the same time what exactly would i expect from a wrestling comic you know Mm -hmm. It, I mean, it is what it is, you know. Uh, yeah, that, you're that not was wrong. The most, you're not that wrong. was the most positive. Um, <laughs> Negative <laughs> review. Yeah, yeah like, like, <laughs> like riddled with backhanded compliments and stuff. You know, like, but, what are you going to expect as a wrestling? I'm saying. But I uh, will like, definitely, as you say, give Vince McMahon, you know, 
his props because oh, I mean, oh, hey, w, w, those WW, you know, films, they started off as a joke. But of course, a couple years down the road, they made uh, one of my favorite movies of the last couple of years, Slight, you okay. know, because uh, it was almost like a static, you know, comic. But anyway, I digress. Uh, but <laughs> okay. good properties. Right. They, they put out great horror movies as well. Mm-hmm. You know, some of which can rival uh, Blumhouse, but unfortunately, um, the comic yeah, right. it's not. I mean, it's, it's, all man. right, all right. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going. I'm not going to hate. I also, yeah. I also like the fact that uh, the movies have. Once you get past that Kane one, the movies um, <laughs> and those have early Marine <laughs> movies, you yeah, know, yeah that... really stuck to a theme. But my favorite is um, the one with uh, damn the call when Miss Call the call one with Halle Berry. Where she's the um the call center operator. Oh yeah, yeah. Chloe Grace Moretz get gets kidnapped. That has the most satisfying ending because it's not like well we're gonna do the moral thing and stuff. They're like you know what he kidnapped us. Forget him. Yeah. 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 Like we- <laughs> yeah. And it's just like I love a movie that ends on petty revenge that the audience <laughs> wants to it's see. Kind of like we undervalued uh, Joe's apartment, the first uh, MTV movie. Oh, you so, undervalued uh, Joe's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Man. Come on. Jerry O'Connor. Joe, yeah. All right, all Joe's right. We're keeping the man waiting long enough. Johnny is over here. I can hear him just antsy chomping at the bit to tell us about Unexplored on Nintendo Switch. Johnny, you want to take it away? Love yeah. that Switch. So, uh, Unexplored, a game that came out, uh, I think, like two years ago on Steam. Uh, and then they sort of, uh, uh, I think, like two months ago, they released it on Switch, but it's the unlocked edition. So, it has extra bells and whistles. Wait, like this is DLC? a. Uh, it sort of has like all the DLC stuff included in it, but the DLC that they released on Steam is all free, so it's like all the content updates all in one package. And I don't know what other key differences there are, but from what I understand, the this one's got PC, a new hat. Well, the PC version I believe has everything that the Switch version has. So the two are in parity except for price. There, there is a five dollar discrepancy between the two, where the Switch is us uh, five dollars more. But um, like that's Nintendo, just like you know, putting their dick down. Like you know, what take that? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I think it's uh, an indie dev that's trying to get their game onto a hot platform mm-hmm. and try to make five extra, you know, fifty percent more because the game is ten dollars on Steam and fifteen on Switch. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, there's that. So what what this game is is a top down, almost like a Zelda perspective roguelike. Uh, or rogue game because this isn't really much of a rogue like it is very much a rogue game Wait, it's more you, action oriented describe the difference for it? so rogue likes are games that have elements of a rogue game a rogue game is actually there was actually a game called rogue i think in the 80s uh where no, we're, it, we're old we know yep. uh <laughs> where it had uh randomly generated procedurally generated dungeons uh randomly placed enemies things of that nature and it was uh, you die, that's it, You're, you have to start from square one again. Mm. So it's one of these like uh, die-hard uh, type of games, and a lot of games stemmed off from that. Uh, like the original Diablo was a roguelike game that was heavily influenced by it and was also uh, more, lean more on the action side. Uh, so what this game is, it's sort of uh, 
more of the Zelda route of putting sort of like taking the traditional rogue game and at incorporating Zelda elements, but the Zelda elements is purely dungeon based. So you're going from one level of a dungeon to the next level of dungeon to the next to the next. And so nothing tedious about that at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, does, does it at least give you like the funky theme song like Zelda did? Well, it's it's randomly generated, so every time you so wait, it, they randomly generated a theme song. I still no, 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 no randomly oh. generated theme song. Oh. The music is uh, I don't know. It's it's probably there, but it, it's probably like so bad, but not intrusively bad. Just like I never paid attention to it at all. I think it was also, uh, if I remember correctly, it was, and I was. It's hard to remember. I was literally playing this game today uh, and uh, a few weeks ago and I think a month ago. So I was playing this game throughout its release and uh, just today and I can't remember certain uh, key elements like the music. It's just so forgettable. Okay, that's a good sign, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. uh, well, alright, so this game, if there's one word to describe it, it would be janky. This game is <laughs> oh. janky, janky, janky. Because oh. There's just a extreme lack of polish and quality in this game, and there's bugs galore. Okay. Uh, there's there's some bugs that would cause a hard crash on my system where I'd go back to the the switch menu main menu. Wait, you, wow. you said it's a rogue game. You sure you didn't just like lose? I <laughs> did not lose, uh, but there's oh man, you will die a whole lot, and a lot of it is just not your fault in this game where it's never my fault you'll randomly encounter enemies Bison's cheap it's not my fault <laughs> you'll, you'll randomly encounter enemies which is perfectly fine but they'll be they'll be uh either they weren't balanced correctly in the damage that they deal or the damage gets registered too quickly uh too fast because of the jankiness of the game where it's doing these hit detections uh multiple times without giving you the opportunity to respond and to sort of back away from the enemy or or anything like that. Okay, now I was busting huh. shots before, but that is a problem that uh, a lot of games do have, and that's that, that comes that's, from. Is it possible that that's um, a uh, a company that's a little too green? Yeah, making the game. Um, it, probably. I don't know if they're too green. Uh, I, I tried researching them uh, a little bit. They don't have a website. They have a Facebook page. Okay, they, that's oh, that's sign. green. That's not. A, <laughs> that's that's a not a great sign. But I, I don't know, so the people, the actual developers, they could have come from other studios and stuff like that. So I, I don't know how green they are. Uh, I mean, the game runs. Uh, oh, so, <laughs> <laughs> some, of the wow. jank, some of the jankiness is they, you will be walking around and all of a sudden there is a pause. And what I believe this pause is, is the Unity engine kicking in, doing its garbage collection, causing the entire game state to pause. But what they did is sort of band-aid all over it by adding little tiny text that says generating uh, additional uh, elements of the dungeon or something like that. Like additional dungeon generation occurring. And that's their explanation for these very critical pauses in the game, which makes no sense at all because you're going through at the very start of the game twice, maybe three times, three different load screens that are there for the sake of generating the dungeon. So it's like they couldn't get it done correctly on, on this procedural generation before starting the levels that they had to incorporate it mid-play session while you're in mid-combat or exploration where it just freezes everything and it has the, this little tiny forgive us please text 
right on <laughs> for being so janky. That's, okay, that's, that's a damn. Oh, I'm wow. I uh, they, hate it. So just, they have done something cool with it. Like I remember, if I'm gonna I'm gonna date myself and go way back again, but Ridge Racer uh, Revolution Loved. did a cool thing where yeah, no, great game. But what they did was over the loading screens, which is something that companies can do now. Um, we talked about this story a couple years ago when um, no no one did anything with loading screens. You just had that weak ass bar. Because one company actually had a patent on the on the on loading screen like animation and loading screen that. activity, yeah. so that uh, companies could only show like loading and then a bar at most. So doing things like putting a little mini game in loading screens was always possible, but they couldn't legally do it. They can now. Yeah, so I, I is that like, something that I thought? I that think that's would, like Namco or something like that. Or, I, I think so. Or, yeah, it's yeah. Namco. Yeah. Uh, who also didn't do it themselves so you know sit and spin you mother uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean there's a lot of uh, this is definitely a thumbs down okay. uh, really not because that, Never saw that not because of they didn't have uh, something worthwhile this this could have been something uh, interesting and definitely fun to play uh, it had me playing for a while and it, I was flipping between uh, you know thumbs up thumbs down but just the lack of polish the feel of playing through and doing the combat and the feel of oh don't even get me started on the inventory system the inventory system is absolutely started. garbage you're one of these John. they uh, the, the design that's <laughs> <laughs> not there we go. The whoever designed the UI system and the controls for this, uh, they didn't do a good job porting this over to the Switch for just a regular traditional controller. Uh, you could tell that this was like a mouse-oriented UI, and like you know, they dropped the ball. They they. This is just a lot of faults in just the design and the feel of the game itself. Combat, uh, some swings, you'll actually step into as you're swinging, and this is a, a big thing with uh, weapons that sort of swing around you, uh, that you will actually step into an enemy, take damage, while you are trying to swing and actually attack it. So every time you attack an enemy, you're also taking uh, damage on certain weapons, which is just I mean, baffling and crazy. stupid. Yeah, you gotta yeah. be gangster, man. It's like, yo, I'm gonna I'm, I'm get you. Uh, I was through. Uh. So I, I mean, you know, I would have loved to have given this game a thumbs up if it executed on what it was trying to do, but it didn't. So thumbs down. Make yeah. a better game. Don't be so janky. It's okay. You gotta go with your heart. Go with your heart, Johnny. My go beef with heart. Your your people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the game is called Unexplored. Um, Unlocked Edition. Unlocked Edition. Unlocked. Yeah. It's available on Switch and on Steam. It's ten dollars on Steam. It's fifteen on Switch. But right now it's discounted. It's uh, Nintendo's listing as twelve dollars. Don't get it either way. There's better games out there. All right. Yeah. A solid so basically, just and... keep playing the LA Noir game. That just <laughs> yeah, play that. Play uh, Dead Cells is a way better game than this, and that's also a procedural that... generation game. That right. was a great game. All right. Yeah. Okay, now we're going to kick it over to Jer, who's been waiting with Zen-like patience to tell us all about WWE Hell in a Cell. Yes. My friend, lay it on us. Yeah, they did, uh, WWE had their uh, annual Hell in a Cell event, which is based around... Uh, a giant cage that wraps around the ring, mm -hmm. and uh, there is Ron, there is no escape. No one can get in, and no one can get out. Even though someone always gets in, and someone and always, always gets out. Say, it's like, like the track record doesn't quite yeah, match. Right. But the first one ended with somebody going inside. Anyway, the uh, rules of the thing actually. Yeah, but it was a it was a good event. Well, uh, there's a steel cage and hell in a cell. They're two different animals. Yes, steel cage. You can get out, mm -hmm. uh, but uh -huh. the hell in a cell. There's a roof. 
and yeah. uh, sometimes people go through it from the outside. So yeah. sometimes you, know. you can climb sometimes on the top on fire. and shuck Mick Foley off the sucker. Yeah, <laughs> ruin a career. Yeah. Sometimes Shane, <laughs> Shane McMahon gets sometimes up, he drops an elbow friend. off somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. Wins the match yet loses consciousness. Yes. <laughs> Gotta give him props, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah props. he does not have to do that. <laughs> yeah. You just be like, I'm the boss. And those Nikes, too. It's like you gotta look. Yeah, come yeah. on, man. You, you, you've you been in this game long enough to get yourself some decent damn trunks. Yeah. yeah. So who's who who's actually uh, up in this thing? Okay, so this, uh, well, the pre-show was uh, the New Day versus uh, Rusev Day, which is uh, mm. Rusev and Aiden English, their little team, mm. uh, for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Uh, New Day won. Uh, it should have been on the main show. It was a very good match. Mm. Uh, then the actual event opened with, uh, we're watching a little bit of right now, Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy, which is not a match that I was, it was the match I was least looking forward to. Really? Uh, yeah, because they're both like 40 years old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, the thing you want to see is like, okay, Randy Orton is a weird situation because yeah. he was for a long time going to be yeah. uh, WWE's like, uh, for lack of a better, yeah, for lack of a better description, yeah. like the great white hope right. for them. You know, he was going to be yeah. it. And he just kind of never got there. He's always been like just a degree yeah. off. He was just always a, he was neck neck with John Cena. Hit the hammer again. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and with uh, Jeff Hardy, we all just want to see like yeah. if, if he still got it. Because like you said, the dudes, okay, he's, um, uh, give, he's give, give or take a couple hundred things. pounds. Yeah. He's like uh, Mick Foley level. Right. You know, a dude whose whole career has been just like punishing himself. Yes, which knows. he did a lot of here. But it was oh, like okay, the so, high-flying yeah. stuff, too. Yeah. But he, he yes. was also part of one of the worst matches of all time. No, the worst yeah. was the finger poke. We, we'll, never, we'll never live that down. I guess you're right. But. I mean, finger they, poke at doom! They did uh. do a Hell in a Cell with dogs that just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not justifying oh, every Lord, decision. You know, that, I'm that just might saying. Still, wow. That still might be the worst. <laughs> um, especially everybody in the front row. But yeah, this is like actually wound up being a good match. Uh, they both hurt each themselves and each other a lot uh, and ended with Jeff Hardy. That's kind of what you want to see in wrestling. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's it, like it, seasoned it, professionals. You got to assume they were, they yep. were... Yeah, they knew what they were doing. Yeah, they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It ended with Jeff Hardy hanging from the ceiling of the cell and dropping down and uh, on nothing and then getting pinned. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Randy Orton moved the- <laughs> out of the way just at the last second, but also several seconds before the last second. And with right. Randy Orton's patented sig- uh, signature roll <laughs> yeah. maneuver. Yes. Best <laughs> 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 block is no beat there. He hit R1 it at the right point. Common sense maneuver has kicked in extra. Oh, and at one point he also... Uh, Stuck a screwdriver in Jeff Hardy's ear and turned it around, oh, which is okay, not. Uh, wait, what? Yeah, that happened. Which uh, he stabbed a man. Well, I mean, I think Jeff Hardy is like big old gauges, so it probably wasn't as bad as it looked, but it looked real bad. Oh, sweet you know? Jesus! It was pretty brutal. All right, remember when wrestling like hey, I, I, I don't know, like an eye rake? Yeah, that was like the worst <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, that's yeah. cheating. Yeah, it's <laughs> like oh no, he choked him a little. God, I know. Yeah, but after the thumbtacks, yeah, after the thumbtacks, it was all over. Yeah. yeah. So that followed up with uh, the SmackDown Women's Title match, uh, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair, mm-hmm. which was great, fantastic. Uh, Becky Lynch won the SmackDown Tag Titles, uh, or the, the SmackDown Women's Title. Yep. Uh, she was in storyline. I think she's supposed to be the bad guy. She's supposed to be the heel, yeah. but uh, the crowd does not feel that way at all. So it's kind of a nice, weird push and pull between what the writers seem to want and what the uh, audience wants. Well, I mean, but they it, were it, anytime you anytime you're dealing with a legacy. Yeah. 
I guess, except with the exception of Randy Orton, because yeah. they kind of worked that out quick. Yes. Um, yeah. The audience is going to like feel a certain way and like yeah. lock onto that. So it's right. going to be hard to establish like new roles for characters. Yeah. And Charlotte's a better heel than face. I mean, she's the daughter of Ric Flair, right. obviously. So, yeah. Uh, that was great. Another one. Then uh, Raw Tag Team titles were next, and that was maybe the match of the night. It was uh, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins versus uh, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre, and they lit it up. And like I mean, so the prettiest of the pretty. Versus yes. The prettiest of the pretty. Oh yes, mm. it was a it was a hot man match. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. Wow. All right. <laughs> Stalling off happening there. Yeah. Great stuff though. Um, I mean, Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins have been feuding since I think since just after WrestleMania. And I mean, a month ago, I was like, I'm so tired of these guys, but they they pull it out every time. Mm. It's amazing. Uh, Daniel Bryan and his wife Brie Bella faced uh, the Miz and his wife Maurice. Okay, let me ask you that. Okay. I haven't followed. I haven't been following um, uh, 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 Danny Bryan since yeah. he got back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, has he lost step, or is he still like you know back in like Danny Bryan shape since uh, yeah. like effectively retiring right. permanently? I would like, say like he's, everyone eventually does. He's at like ninety percent. I think oh, he's yeah. like he's still very good. He's uh. He's wrestling a little bit safer than he would normally. Like what would be like a dive out of the ring is now like a baseball slide outside to the outside, that kind of thing. Like mm. instead of doing a tumble, he might do a running knee or something, you know. So it's not 100% Daniel Bryan from his prime, but it's still like enough to be like, hey, it's good to see him and good to see that he'll be around for a long time. So, right. you know, that's fun. As long uh, as cats are like jobbing to him for like, you know, nothing. Yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah, he's still like an underdog. He's still doing his thing. It's good. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Samoa Joe, as we saw from the comic, was facing AJ Styles for the SmackDown uh, for the WWE title, which uh, was a very good match that ended with uh, Samoa Joe getting pinned, but AJ Styles tapping out to a submission at the same time. What? Yeah. Well, it was like a weird reversal. I would have to have action figures to show you how it yeah. happened. Right. I we, can't. We had them. Yeah, oh, we, we used to have. I ah. mean, there's a couple up there. I know, They're but they they yeah. have they don't they don't have arm joints enough. So, ah. okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, so that's not bendy yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Studio history. Um, at the old at the old uh at the old station. Yeah, uh, we had like all these old uh, toys. Yes, uh, An did. entire wall of like Atari yeah. games and Nintendo games. Beautiful. And yeah. like just like forty or fifty wrestling figures. Yeah, right. and the dude that like brought them in, like they that was his personal collection. We just had. Yeah. Um, so like every before every show, everyone chose a mascot, and I'd be sitting here with like Honky Tonk Man or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, yeah. Okay, so that's kind of fun. We don't yeah. we don't get like the <laughs> just patented visual reenactment. No, we can't. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, those guys don't have enough. They don't have any movable limbs. No I've looked at them. Strength. No, yeah. no multiple points watching. It's, it's okay. We can use our yeah. imaginations. There. Yeah, it was a very good match though. Uh, it's just I am worried long term that uh, the whole of AJ Styles. Uh, title run since December has been basically that no one can beat him, but he also can't beat anybody. <laughs> All of the matches kind of end in some fluky way that, you know, just keeps him fighting the same people over, you know, six months at a time. Mm -hmm. kind that of that probably means contract negotiations. You know, I think that's maybe, yeah. It's possible. Well, I think, do you think folks are tired of, uh, are tired of seeing Roman Reigns get the ridiculous push over <laughs> and over again? So I mean, I can jump to that. Uh, but that's the main event. I'll talk about that in a uh, minute. Sorry, yeah. I mean to jump ahead. Yeah, yeah. In between, they had uh, Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss, which was uh, much better than I expected, considering the last match they had was like a two-minute squash. Well, that was her, that was her yeah. debut, though. Uh, I mean... 
She'd been around for a little while. She had a much better match with Nia Jax. Yeah, that's what I heard. Like, yeah. she's, she's, I, I haven't watched any of her matches uh, since that first match. So, she's I mean, pretty good. It's good to hear she's yeah. getting into it. She's like, get it. She's improving every time out. It's good. You know, it's... Uh, yeah, you can't say, get worse, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you start from zero. It's good. And then we got to the main event. Mm -hmm. Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman in the second Hell in a Cell match of the that night. Seems like a mismatch. Yeah. But it was uh, fine. <laughs> they, I think... Here's the thing. I think uh, Ro they want Roman to be the top guy. They really do. Yeah. They want him to be the most... <laughs> they want him to be John Cena 2.0. But it's the it's the Samoa it's that legacy it's that family legacy yeah he's the Rock's uh, cousin or something yeah um, nephew the Rock yeah um plus he uh, just has the look yeah he's and he's really good I really he like is him. actually good yeah. too you know yeah I mean, at least he's improved right yeah he's unpopular with like enough of the fan base that I think they're trying to elevate him but also trying to appease the people uh, who hate him so what they did was they had this match. And then at some point, uh, McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler and uh, Dean Ambrose and uh, Seth Rollins all run out and they interfere a bunch. Oh, really? And then uh, at one point, Rollins and Ziggler fall off the cell through the announce table. Someone has yeah. to. Yeah, I just feel. Like, that's yeah, cool. maybe they should put the announce tables farther away yeah. <laughs> from the thing. I don't know. I just feel the fans have gotten too smart. And I put yeah. smart in quotes because I don't actually think they're smart. I just think it's. Right. It's they they see the strings more. Yeah, you know what I mean. They know how wrestling works. They know who they're trying to push. They know yeah. how they're working like that. So, right, right. So they fight yeah. back a lot more than yes, than, yeah. they, than you know. And it's really hard for them to do business if they're yeah. gonna kind of fight everybody they're trying to push. And that's just the way the yeah. it's it's supposed to work. It's and, weird. It's yeah. it's a weird push and pull in the information age. Right. And then uh, surprise, Brock Lesnar came back. Yeah. And he yeah, wrecked that's... Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns. And the match ended in a no contest. Yeah. Mm. Suplex a guy onto another guy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know what the thing is? For yeah. a long time, I was trying not to hate on Brock Lesnar. Because, yeah. I mean, everyone wants to hate, oh, it's the new big impossible to beat. So yeah. And I'm like, they've done that, or at least they've had cats that have been, had have been qualified to do that, and they've wasted them. Yeah. You know, I was a big fan of Bobby Lashley years ago. Right. And yeah. I thought he never really got the proper push. Even now, yeah. I, 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 he, where is he? New Japan? No, he's in, he's in WWE now. He is. He came back, yeah. Right okay. after WrestleMania. But he's yeah. also, like, kind of fighting, too. It's just like he was right. straddling the line between yeah. real fighting and like, he was. He also doing, he had a, he has a better. He's like Brock Lesnar yeah. ultralight. Yeah. He, he actually he's has like a, the Michelob Ultra of Brock Lesnar. <laughs> he has a better <laughs> MMA record than Brock Lesnar, though, actually. Which is, he does. You see, that's not surprising, yeah, does, that, but that's what right. I'm getting at. It's like every now and then they'll get one of these cats and they'll waste them, in my opinion. Yeah, and right. Brock Lesnar is one of the ones that I feel they didn't waste, um, but the audience never didn't latch on the way they uh, wanted to, yeah. so they just keep getting rid of him. Right. right, and then he comes back every like every like few months or every year uh, of the year. Yeah, I'm like, it's, it's not it's because not every fan base goes like, I really want that guy back, and then they get him back. They're like, Nah, he's all right. Yeah, and they send him back to the other sport, and they're like, Nah, I'm kind of tired of him. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? So they kind of it's like they they, they no, trade I, back I and don't forth. Don't disagree. You, you yeah. hear that, ladies and gentlemen? That, that, that's what we're getting at. Adam Willis blames you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but overall, so he's I mean, half yeah. good at. A lot of things. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. 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 Overall, thumbs up. I thought it was actually one of the better pay-per-views uh, that they've done this year so far. Mm -hmm. So, uh, all aces all around. Like, little concerns here and there, but 
overall, man, that was the best. See, I can't be mad at that, you know, yeah. and I'm, I'm actually glad to hear at the very least on top of everything, because it does. some of it was predictable. The interference yeah. was total BS, but it was still entertaining. Yes. Mm. And that's, I think, the very least we can ask for. Yeah, definitely. All right. I was All right. engaged the whole time. My cat came in and out of the room for <laughs> different theme songs. Knows what he wants. Come on, man. He knows what he wants. Um, okay, so then what's the uh, what's the next WWE? Uh, uh, they've got, on October 6th, they've got this big show in Australia. And then October 28th will be Evolution, their first all-women's pay-per-view. Wow. Which I'm looking ah. forward to very wow. much. All right. You're going to yeah. come back here with Slowdown? Yes. All absolutely. right. Awesome. That was the report on WWE's Hell in the Cell 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking forward to Ronda Rousey. I think everyone is. Yeah, right. Silence in the room. Look at you. Yeah. All right. You know, hey, 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 it's all good. No hatred. Love All right. This has been the Geek Down here on WEMFradio.com. I want to thank you all for joining us for another action-packed, fun-filled show. As always, I look at my man on the side here. Give a pound to Black Adam Willis. Yes, sir. All right. Just Johnny hit it one time. Yo. Ba-boom. Over there. Shout out to Mr. Bond. Thank Mr. you. Thank Bond. you. And the capital of the capital, Swing Dingling himself, <laughs> giving us the lowdown <laughs> share. <laughs> Thank you very much. We got it. Okay, that's, 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 that's the swinging. That's the swing. Yeah. I love that, it. That raises so many more questions. Like, why was there two of them? I love it. All right. And of course, Tiger Bomb Tom. Woo! All right. I want to thank you, lovely listeners, for joining us. You are listening on WMFRadio.com, but also, hopefully, you are watching at twitch.tv slash thegeekdown. You can see our smiling faces on there every week, broadcasting live and direct to you. Also, Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and find us online. Stalk us. We look forward to blocking you. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, hit us up. At, oh, if you heard anything on the show you want to chime in on, maybe you would disagree with the wrestling results, anything, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Also, if you go to the regular website, all that information is there in the about section and see all the back shows and good stuff at geek-down.com. Until next week, I want to thank you all. And I want to thank you all. And we'll catch you all next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. But until then, be excellent to each other. Peace. Before I became a patient of Temesco Wellness, I'd worry when my cannabis supply was running low. I need cannabis to live pain-free. Temesco Wellness is expanding its network in Massachusetts with a care center in Hudson and two new centers in Framingham and Pittsfield opening soon. Our friendly, professional staff connects with patients to understand their medical conditions and help them choose the cannabis products that provide the most symptom relief. I just called the number on their website, and a Temesco Wellness Specialist walked me through applying for the Massachusetts Medical Marijuana Program. Once I was approved, I went to the center in Hudson. Not only did they have my favorite strain, they recommended a low-dose edible that's helped with sustained symptom relief. Our testing and production facility in Worcester means the quality of the products we cultivate for our Massachusetts patients is controlled and monitored by Temesco Wellness from seed to display. And we apply the same rigorous standards to the third-party retail products we carry. Temesco Wellness took all the stress out of getting the cannabis products I rely on. Visit ma.temescowellness.com to learn more and get connected to the Massachusetts Medical Cannabis Program. Mesco Wellness, quality cannabis for a better quality of life. Are you a band or artist in need of an hourly rehearsal space? We have what you need. Here at the Sound Museum Soundstage in Brighton, Massachusetts, we have a backline of drums, 
amps, 32-channel PA, and most of the gear you will need to get your show on the road. Our stage lighting and pleasant atmosphere makes for the perfect place for any artist to get creative, and you will love our competitive prices. So call Mary Lee at 617-909-9338. 